ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome you back into the Midgar Minute. I am Nick, joined as always by my amazing co-host, Chris. Chris, my dude, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Nick. Thank you for asking. Dude, I mean, it's the least I could do for you <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. We are feeling awfully thankful, aren't we? Uh, thankful I'm... for the Mosey Gang! And, oh now, yeah, and it's not even Thanksgiving. And it's not even Thanksgiving. And who is the Mosey Gang? Who? I mean, and if you're asking that question, it's probably your first time listening. Mm. But we're going to say it anyway. The Mosey Gang are the kind and wonderful individuals who donate as little as one gill a month to fuel the Midgar Minute. And we simply would not be here without them. So without further ado, let's give a big thanks to Scott, Kyle, AJ, Danny, Kevin, Jillian, Brianne, Matt, Sam, Charlotte, Cameron, Garrett, Dan M., Ryan, Petros, Matt M, and our newest <gasps> Mosey Gang member. Oh my goodness. It is, a, it is a pleasure to have them on board. Thios48. Hey, welcome. Hey, well, welcome aboard, Thios. Great to have you. And if you, dearest listener, would like to become a member of the Mosey Gang, which will get you into our private Discord, where we hang out, we share memes, sometimes we have game nights, uh, sometimes people are simping over Final Fantasy VII mm, characters. That's a, a new Some, practice. That's a new <laughs> practice lately. Uh, sometimes people are bickering about Tifa's ponytail. There's a lot, a mm. lot going on. So if that interests you, there's links in our social media bios and episode descriptions. But with that out of the way, I think it's time to dive back into the highly acclaimed... Long-awaited return. ...of the mid-2000 mobile flip phone game... <laughs> Phenomenon. ...Final Fantasy VII Before Crisis with yes. English subtitles. It's time to get back <laughs> into it. And this episode kicks us off with us headed to Wutai. Because yeah. it would seem that we have learned that... Wuta Avalanche may or may not, may or may not, mm. have their headquarters in Wutai. And Chris, what what does that make you start thinking of? Mm, well, that makes me think of a lot of things. But just because uh, it's been a little bit since we last covered Before Crisis, just to do a little bit of refresher for everyone else. Uh, the last chapter that we covered with the kind of left off with... Uh, well, we learned a lot about Verdot and his whole backstory and add him on the list of, uh, like, all the other characters in this franchise having um, horrible backstories. <laughs> Not horrible in that they're bad, horrible as in the horrible things happen to them. Tainted uh, with sin. <laughs> then we found, yes, that, uh, that uh, Wu Tai may be harboring our avalanche friends and that uh, Shinra is also closing in on the identity of this infamous mole that they've been searching for, I think since like the very beginning of the game, I think they've been mm -hmm. talking about, oh man, the secret secrets have been leaking out. What the hell's going on? Um, but you know what? This makes me uh, think that mm, Wu Tai is um, pretty. Uh, it's a pretty interesting place, and a lot of things happen there, and I want more stuff to happen there. <laughs> In the future, and I feel like, cause I, I feel like an OG Wu Tai was just kind of like, hey, here's this place you can go, um, and that was kind of it for the most part. 
uh, and I feel like going. I mean, I would say I would say yes and no because you did have a whole like Yuffie subplot, which gave you the whole sort of backstory with her and her father and how they kind of bent the knee to Shinra and Midgar and have since kind of left their culture behind them. At least that's the way it played out in OG. But strangely mm. enough, it looks like it's going to be a little bit different this time around in remake. But I, I do think in, in OG, if you went to Wutai and did that optional quest, it, it did a pretty good job of laying out its history, how they got where they are, what their hierarchy is. But it is worth noting in remake, it seems like Wutai is going to be pretty damn different. And yeah, and pretty instrumental to how things are going forward. And honestly, with how this chapter goes, I can kind of see at least a little bit of uh of that well you know the I'll seeds say this much, being I believe, planted at least yeah and I'll, I'll say this much and i believe this was revealed if not in the last chapter i think the one before it but rufus is the mole working with avalanche it looks yeah pretty it's cl- yeah it's, it's been pretty, made pretty clear pretty clear rufus, yeah it is it is and and for for all uh for all transparency sake uh sake here it is that is revealed at the end of this chapter, <laughs> so we don't at this point we technically still don't know. No, but isn't isn't in one of the previous chapters he's out there having a talk with um with like um Elf and Sears. That's like that's he's at made the end. Contact with them. That's at the end of this chapter. Is it the end of fourteen? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I think it was at the end of like thirteen? No, well, Jesus. I think because I mean, I know. Well, that's no, okay. I mean, because it's kind of been obvious. I think that unless they were going to introduce this new character that we have not seen before, it was pretty obvious. And I and you know things we kind of alluded to it even when we did the last chapter of like I mean, well, we knew who it was because we had last the last episode that we did on Before Crisis. We were going to include this episode with it. But then we ended up talking about that episode for the entire length of the episode. So uh, and maybe maybe that's why maybe in your head you're like, oh, wasn't it in the last? But I think we were because we were going to bring it up last time, but we ran out of time. So but that's that's not like a, I don't think it's a huge deal. I, a, oh, man, big, big spoilers, everybody. <laughs> Rufus is uh, working against Shinra, which if. If you have any knowledge of any of the other compilation, well, basically, I guess Advent Children really is kind of the bigger. And I guess in OGFF7, there's definitely like, a, a, you're like, oh, me, you know, Rufus was not like, you know, uh, President Shinra Jr. in the in the sense that he was like exactly like his father. Like you knew that he was kind of he had his own agenda, he had his own things that he wanted to do with Shinra. And you know, yeah, they make that clear in like the helicopter scene in the in the original, right? They yeah, like, so you know, Ruf, Rufus kind of has his own thing going. He has on. his own thing, so it's not really that far of a leap in, of imagination. And we like we were being a little facetious in the last uh, before Crisis episode that we did, where it's like, oh, if you know, don't don't tell us if you know who it is, because I mean, it was it it was pretty obvious <laughs> that Rufus yeah. Rufus was the uh, the the mole and. I, but I'll it, say, th- I will say this, I just, you know, when we were speaking of Wu-Tai and now tying Rufus into it, one of the things I find peculiar, you know, having gone through this in Before Crisis and seeing mm-hmm. this, is it really makes me wonder, with Wu-Tai being so different, how much of that is tied to Rufus and what he's doing, right? 
Because right. one of the mysteries from Remake has always been, why can Rufus see the Whispers? And we've got mm-hmm. an answer in the Ultimania, which we covered, is they said the Whispers have a way of like contacting or revealing themselves to people who have the power to change fate. So if Rufus mm. could see them and he has that power, is it possible that he is doing something with Wu Tai this time around or is pushing them in a different direction than he was in the original? That kind of gets right. me thinking it when does, I see all of this. It does raise some questions. Because Wu Tai is way different, dude. Like in the original, Yuffie's dad is not in prison. And anyone who's played Integrade knows that that's basically the case right now. Yuffie's father is in prison. That was not in the original. Like, mm-hmm. the. Fate changing wasn't just happening in Midgar; it was happening in Wu Tai too. Yeah, and and uh, presumably that would be for all of uh, all of Gaia as well. That the, and that I think that is a good way, a good. Uh, well, obviously they do it in a more overt overt way with other things that happen in remake, but th- it's more of a uh, subversive way to kind of let you know, like, yeah, things are different here. This is not just a retelling of the events that we're all familiar with, you know? And I think it's, they've done a real good job of trying to sort of, uh, give you those little subtle hints. And then obviously there are bigger hints later on in remake, obviously the, you know, a lot of big things like with Zach coming back and things like that. It's like a huge, you know, a lot of huge things, but they've, they were sort of leading you on the entire time a little bit being like, ah, things are a little different here, a little different, you know? Yeah. They were always like giving little, little breadcrumbs or fragments of information. Yeah. Which we're not even, you know, we're, we don't even know what, to what extent those changes are. So I still am thinking that if things are going to be, uh, maybe not radically different, but like the, the framing is still going to be similar, but things, I think the events surrounding, um, the the similar line of events that we're used to are going to be different in a radical way. And yeah. then with all the stuff that happened at the end of Remake, that might have been, you know, exponentially so at this point. But right. let's not get too far ahead. <laughs> let's We'll save it for another let's, theory episode. Let's dial it back. We'll dial it back into... Into chapter 14 here. Yeah, where and in which... We, like, going back to the end of chapter 13... Shotgun has been basically tasked with planting bombs in Avalanche headquarters and blowing the building up while also being tasked with finding the damn place. And the chapter opens up basically with her finding it in Wutai. Finding out that's where the Avalanche headquarters is. And and literally like wasting zero time at all. uh, We get met. uh, We meet with this. uh, uh, I believe they uh, call them a mystery ninja. Um, well, I mean, well, we have the we have the scene with Fujito and uh, yeah, first. yeah. Well, they're t- yeah they're talking about uh, they're talking about like, hey, uh, Shinra's probably gonna come here and blow our shit up. Well, yeah, and... they, they're basically they're basically in on it. They know that that Shinra's located where their headquarters. Yeah, because I basically, think they're planting they're planning their countermeasure in this scene. Yeah, and they're talk they're talking to Rufus, and at well at this point we don't know that it's Rufus, but they're talking to Rufus and he's telling them, hey, they know where you guys are at, so you should probably do something about that. Right. And, uh, you know, they're talking, you know, they're they're even being like, oh, Sephiroth isn't here anymore, which, yeah, I, I you know what, it's funny, because we did, we even though we took, like, a, a two-week break from <laughs> this game, I kind of forgot that we, yeah, we already covered the Nibelheim incident, that's already happened. Because yeah. I still I still think that the Nibelheim incident occurring in this game has totally thrown off my sort of uh, my perception of 
where things are in the timeline, because I'm still thinking that this game takes place way before the events of OG. But now, now we're sort of interweaving the two stories. But at, mm, mm-hmm. well, no, actually, yes, I guess it would. Well, make this sense. is after Crisis Core. That's basically where we are now. Is we're basically yeah. at the end or after Crisis Core and before OG. Is kind I of believe, where we're yeah, I, on the timeline right now. I believe at this point we're, we're we're we technically would still be in Crisis Core. I think Zach is still alive at this point. I think well, this he is, is when they're captured. If it's after the Nibelheim incident, yeah, it's they're after in, Hojo's captured them. Yeah, they're him and Cloud are in their um, their Mako chambers. Their Mako baths. Yeah, Mako bath. Taking a nice cold Mako bath, yeah, which yeah, yeah. sounds awful. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, we we are in Wu Tai. Shotgun finds the uh, Avalanche headquarters. Uh, the fact that we're even as soon as we get there, there's an Avalanche guy that's like, oh shit. I gotta take you out, and then of course Shotgun does what she does, and then we run into Mystery Ninja, who uh, is a is a small child girl, um, and in Wu Tai, in Wu Tai, and at first it's funny because uh, I saw this character's portrait, and I'm like, is that? Is that Yuffie? It, I mean, it, it is. It is Yuffie. Spoilers. It is. It is Yuffie. Um, but I just I don't know. I guess her portrait. Uh, I mean, this is. Uh, I well no because I guess technically when we saw her in Crisis Core that would have been when we saw her like at her youngest I guess but she I don't know I guess maybe with voice acting and stuff it was a little bit more obvious that it was her but when I first saw her in this I was like is that Yuffie I don't know uh, but it is and the only reason that I was a little uh, I was wasn't sure was because she doesn't even know what materia is at this point. Like she she calls materia and I kind of like this exchange that she has with Shotgun where she's like, "What is that?" and uh, a gemstone, and Shotgun's like, "No, nah, it's it's materia," and you know Shotgun explains what it is and she's like, "Oh, hmm, maybe that'll you know allow me to well, achieve my dreams." Well, she gets the idea because the the whole reason she revealed herself is because she saw Shotgun fight that avalanche guy and mm-hmm. she basically yuffie's like were you able to win because of that gemstone and shotgun's like no i won with my own strength mm-hmm. using material would have been overboard yes which i just i which love is that a great. response from shotgun when it's like great. shotgun this isn't your coworker. like it's a child yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah you gotta be you know you gotta be hopeful for the kids you know you gotta be like no don't rely on materia little kid you gotta you gotta eat your vegetables <laughs> Yeah, basically. you got do your homework and eat your vegetables. Listen to your mom. But it's uh, interesting that Yuffie Yuffie learned about materia through the Turks, and kind mm-hmm. of her fascination started with seeing it, it's like seeing somebody have it in battle and seeing that it could be a strength that's reliable. Yeah, which is interesting because then that and, would, or she might even be saying, "Oh, is that what Shinra has that we don't have?" Even though she right. doesn't know this is Shinra, right? Or like, you know, she'll be able to. Decrypt like is this what Wu Tai is missing? Is this why Wu Tai isn't like on is top of why, the world anymore? Is that why we got stomped by Shinra before in the yeah, war? Uh, and yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, aside from the fact that I think it, the uh, I would imagine the Shinra Wu Tai war to be kind of like if anyone has ever seen the movie The Last Samurai, uh, that kind of thing where it's like you have Shinra who they have all the technology and all these weapons and things, and Wu Tai is basically like feudal japan i guess <laughs> for lack of a better term uh and just i think that disparity uh really 
really uh, showed itself, and that's why they got so. they got their cheeks clapped in that war. Um, but yeah, it is interesting to see that, like, yeah, this is like the origin of uh, Yuffie's materia obsession because she sees it in person being used, and you're like, oh, oh, that shit's pretty dope. You can like. You can like do stuff with that that I you know because um, you know you think in a place where they have ninjas they're like oh yeah well you wouldn't need that stuff you know you just you're you'd be a cool beguiling ninja and that's all you need you know mm-hmm. but then you know you have all these these death balls that can <laughs> that can solve a lot of problems but I also I, it is sort of like the beginning of um, an interesting sort of dynamic because with Yuffie being here. We do learn a little bit more about, uh, and I wonder if it's going to transfer over at any point. I mean, because we kind of, in, in intermission, we we know Yuffie is, she definitely does not like Shinra at all. Um, Clearly, and she lumps Shinra and Midgar together. Yeah, and I feel like in this, we do see that she's like, you know, she doesn't really like Avalanche either. Um because she probably just sees them as like, you know, outsider, you know, outside meddlers, you know, coming in mm-hmm. and, you know, using their, you know, their, their, their hometown as a base and, you know, obviously bringing danger there, uh, you know, obviously is shotguns, you know, tasked with blowing up <laughs> one of their uh, main buildings. And uh, it, it's an interesting thing because you, you know, Yuffie, you know, in, re- in remake is seemingly pro avalanche um and just sees them as like oh you guys don't like shinra and i don't like shinra and it's like you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing uh and that seems like it but it's it's weird because i never really considered you know i thought she was like more like she was okay with avalanche but as we've seen in this game i feel like avalanche is not as uh you know, they're not as <laughs> nice as, uh, for lack of a better term, as, uh, you know, this idea in my head of like, oh, yeah, Avalanche, you know, they're the eco-terrorists that, you know, are standing up against the big evil Shinra. And it's like, but no, with this game, it kind of showed us like, no, Avalanche is just kind of like Cool Ranch Shinra in a way. <laughs> where It's like they're it's they're kind of. They're they're different but the same. Oh, I feel in like a lot remake remake kind of. I feel like remake does a pretty good job of winking at that a little bit, especially in the that yeah. scene with um with Biggs in particular. Yeah, they kind of they very yeah. briefly sort of like, and I feel like that is our sort of nod to this stuff, and that that is they're they're, they're like, hey, this stuff's gonna come up later. Uh, and also so. the sheer fact that they that they completely like cut themselves off from Barrett's cell when like look. Barrett Cell was the only one willing, from what it looks like, was the only one willing to actually do something about all of this. Yeah, and you know, instead, like the, and the not... actual avalanche, the actual avalanche cell we meet and integrate is relative is strangely laissez-faire or strangely very like work around with their. Tactics. Yeah, which makes me wonder, um, because the avalanche that we see in Before Crisis is way more fanatical than even Barrett's Splinter Cell. In a way, because Barrett is like, yeah, you know, we'll blow up the the reactors and that, you know, this so they can't. Well, Barrett you know, wants to blow up the reactors. I think Avalanche is working with Wu Tai to get control of the reactors. Mm, yes, like this, this, you know, I guess, you know, for lack of just so we can differentiate Avalanche Prime, 
<laughs> is uh, yeah. trying to, yeah, it seems like they have more grander ambitions than just being like, oh, you know. And come on, they're Rufus's puppet. You know, this is not, it's not. Yeah, and that's the thing. like go the way you think. And when we, th- and and it's, I'm glad that you brought up um, that cell that we see in the Sector 7 slums and in, in uh, intermission. Because I think what it is, is that like, like Nio and Billy Bob and, and Poke, those guys, they're just people who like, they got, you know, they got sold on the idea of like sticking it to Shinra. But I don't think they would be the ones to be like, oh, we're going to go in and like, like, you know, send basically almost set off a nuke and destroy all of Midgar, right? Like there are people who were probably born and raised in Midgar that were, you know, underneath Shinra's boot their entire lives. And like, yeah, you want to stick it to the man, right? But then you have like Avalanche proper or, you know, Avalanche prime that actually want, has like these crazy, like they want to do crazy more radical things than what, you know, the street level guys are, are doing, which are basically, you know, those guys, I totally see them just being like, we're going to, uh, we're going to go and tag up this wall, man, you know, and, and do like, you know, they I mean, not necessarily. Cause I mean, the, the street guys that we bumped into wanted to infiltrate Shinra's building. I mean, you know, I, I to- guess, I don't know. I think maybe, I don't I mean, know. I think I think I think those that uh, integrate cell put on a pretty face for you. I think they're quite nefarious. Maybe, I mean, and, I, maybe I, and I think Sonin points this out when he's like, "Ah, oh, so this is why you guys contacted us because you don't want us working with that other cell." Like it was a political move to bring Yuffie, Sonin, and Wu Tai in and integrate. Yeah, like, Nayo yeah. even says, "Oh, the, now's not the time to talk about that." She completely avoids the situation because you're. Oh, there's to, definitely to there's the definitely a lot of no, stuff. They're nefarious. They're nefarious. That they're not. Barrett yeah. Cell was actually a threat, and Yuffie and Sonin working with Barrett Cell would basically they wanted to neutralize that threat. That's all they were there to do. They were work. They were interference work in Integrate. I don't know. Mm. I, I think that Avalanche. Cell yeah, a little, was a little subterfuge bit more maybe. Yeah, and it is. Sus. It is Way interesting. And I think completely distracted them. Yuffie wanted to go say hi. <laughs> Yuffie was like, "That's the team that gets shit done." And even Sonin was like, "Well, I mean, yeah, they did." actually stop one of the reactors like what the hell are we doing you want us to steal materia for you yeah but it avalanche? is avalanche you I want think... us to go steal materia for you what about the reactors it is interesting because when you think about it because the only reason uh well not the only reason but a big reason why yuffie's involved or wutai's involved in this at all is because if like you were you brought up that scene before we see in remake when um when uh biggs is talking about it it's like oh you know i heard that Avalanche promised Wu Tai all the materia in in Midgar, and you're thinking, okay, so maybe Avalanche is doing like multiple levels. Maybe they're playing 4D chess. Oh, <laughs> you know, this whole definitely. time, definitely. And maybe even splint, and maybe even getting to the point where Barrett is doing his own Splinter Cell stuff. Maybe that's part of it as well. Maybe it goes pretty deep, and you know, I again, maybe uh, it's probably not the <laughs> the best time to go off on a tangent like this because I feel like maybe there is more here. But uh, you know what? It is interesting because the more that you say, I'm like, yeah, they do leave it pretty ambiguous. Of like, they kind of want you to think that these, you know, like Nio and the rest of them are, you know, they're just 
you know, they're, you know, fighting the good fight, doing whatever. Your common, you know. fo- your common folk. There's a guy named Billy Bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is just your common folk. Yeah, they're just the running right. interference. They're yeah, they're doing, you know, they're doing little street level stuff where, you know, they're, like I said, putting up flyers and, and doing like street team stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think it is totally within the realm of possibility that that was just kind of like a front. Just to be like, and, oh, our our ambassador from Wutai is here. We got to act all proper and shit, and not be like crazy psycho assholes that want to blow up well, the look, entire think, planet or whatever. Nio, you know? I don't think Nayo and Billy Bob, right? Like, because I think there's something that you're saying. I don't think they necessarily have the same ambitions the people at the top of Avalanche do, right? Because yeah, I think the people like, at the top of Avalanche are playing those street people for. Oh yeah, for that's fool, yeah, basically. that's basically what I'm saying. But, is like, yeah, they they kind of they you know they. Even though it doesn't like, change the fact Nio knew she was running interference on them. Right. You know it's what I like mean? They're doing that stuff, but they're they're I think they've been not like brainwashed, but you know, probably like, hey guys, it's it's you know, the greater good and all that kind no, of stuff. Been pretty, I feel like been, that's that's bra- they're brainwashed. I feel like, yeah, that's, they've been uh uh not I guess radicalized, I guess would be the better way to put it. But yeah, it's yeah, like I guess that, that's you know, kind of like they're there are people they probably like I said, they probably have a history of of bad shit with Shinra. You know, that probably is kind of like your that's your way, your rite of passage into being in Avalanche, probably, is that you being wronged by Shinra at some point in your life. And they probably have a grudge, and they probably, um, you know, the upper echelon of Avalanche probably uses that, probably to not necessarily, uh, you know, just, to, you know, to take advantage of people, basically, and be, you know, like, hey, yeah, you, we'll, we'll let you, you know, maybe you do some war crimes here and there, you know, but, hey, remember that time that, you know, Shinra blew up your family or whatever? You know, and I feel like they use that to kind of, uh, you know, get these people who may not necessarily do bad things make and to make them do bad things. Basically, I guess is kind of where I was going with that. Oh yeah, is, well, listen, listen, working like Naya working with Yuffie and Sonnen, they're not doing anything bad, right? Them trying to help them obtain that material, they're not doing anything bad. But by running inadvertently, like by running that interference. You know, it's a shame, but mm. a lot of do-gooders and are, you do- also, are doing the devil's work. And I love that in, t- in throughout this entire conversation, we have yet to mention fucking Zhijia, who is Who's like most sus of the most all. sus of all and is probably actually the guy who is probably like connected. He's like the implant from the higher ups of Avalanche, probably to make sure that like people don't get a little too wise or, you know, start doing a little, they start digging a little too deep or something. Maybe I know there's definitely something with that guy. He's definitely, I don't know. I don't know about Gigi, but. Oh, I think he completely set up Yuffie and Sonin for failure. I we'll think. Get, yeah. And it's yeah. like for all that stuff to go the way it was, but anyway, we've, we've done episodes on intermission. You can go listen to those. If you want to know, <laughs> if you want to yeah. know our thoughts on that. But, uh, yeah, back to uh, back to before crisis here. Uh, we are we're again yeah tasked to go into uh, the Shinra headquarters, which shotgun goes through like a mountain and is trying to enter the building from the roof, which is a weird uh, <laughs> a weird plan of attack. But I guess you know they barred the front entrance, so I guess the only other option would be to try and go in from the roof. Uh, and then we get a, another little scene here with the uh, the big three of Avalanche um, and Elfie talking about, you know, oh, I should be, you know, I should be with the, with the troops, you know, down on the ground, boots on the ground. And, you know, kind of, again, giving us the whole, like, 
man, you guys brought me in and I have no memories of what my life was before Avalanche and you guys practically raised me and I owe it to you to protect you and all this stuff, which, you know, we kind of said when they first started doing this stuff is like, mm, I wonder if Elfie has a tragic backstory and she may also be being manipulated by who I think is actually the true leader of Avalanche, Fujito. And I think, honestly... Elfie and Sears even have also sort of been like uh, manipulated into doing these things. And I'm not saying that they don't genuinely hate Shinra or anything like that, but I feel like there's opportunistic dudes like Fujito who we, you know, we had said in, um, in a previous episode that he reminds us a lot of Hojo. And even when they tried to kidnap Hojo, him and uh, Fujito were kind of getting a little buddy, buddy there in a way that, is like, hmm, you guys are getting along a little too well for my liking. And it makes me, that's that's what makes me think like, oh, I think, uh, I think at least, at the very least, Fujito might be using uh, these people's um, hatred for Shinra to further his own goals. But uh, we don't, we don't really get too much of that here. That's just more speculation on my part as of right now, but I'm sure we will see uh, moving forward. Uh, that that stuff maybe possibly come to fruition a little more, but I'm I look at I look at Fujito the same way that I look at Jija and be like, mm, there, something's not right about you. I mean, they kind of paint him to be like, oh no, Elfie, we care about you. Don't worry, yeah, yeah. But something, some with like these these you know these brainy dudes. There's always something up with these brainy dudes. Always something up. <laughs> the science. In the pursuit of science, men do terrible things, Chris. Always, always something going on. As as this, as we have seen, and as this series has shown us many, many times at this point. Um, but yes, we finally shotgun finally finds our way into. Uh, does this? I don't know if this does this building have a name. I think it's just like, like their. I don't want to say it's like their town hall or whatever, but it's like it's kind of you know a multi-storied building that they have in the center of town. And uh, basically, we start this sort of gauntlet <laughs> where it's uh, it gets it turns into a real video game uh, for a little bit where it's like you go in, you know, floor by floor and it's like, all right, we're the hand to hand experts. You're not going to get past us. And then shotgun gets past them. And then she goes to the, the next floor and it's like, we're the we're the gun specialists. You're not going to get past us. <laughs> and I love that. It just it literally just is the same thing like shotgun like completely obliterates them is like well i guess i gotta go find out where to put this bomb and then she goes to the next floor and it's like what the hand-to-hand guys were defeated impossible <laughs> there's no, no way love, you're gonna I get past us wrestling i love how pro wrestling the whole sequence is is that every floor you get up to they got the, like the same sort of gimmick like well <laughs> yeah. wait until you get your hands on the it's like all right well you know uh, those guys were chumps anyway <laughs> you're not gonna get past us we're, we're the, the real deal <laughs> and then and then it always ends with uh shotgun being like they weren't much much of a challenge anyway i gotta go set up the bomb so i can hightail it out of here and it's i love that it is the exact same dialogue every single time just to sort of like further cement like how <laughs> crazy this whole situation is and uh, I, I don't know i just i love unintentionally funny things like that where I will just say just as a whole like even though like 
I do find the plot to be interesting before Crisis. I will say that. But it's just so funny to watch the gameplay get in the way because it's a phone game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the, it's so it, obviously it is, what this is. It is so jarring because, honestly, yeah, I feel like most times when I'm watching this game, I, I feel like I'm, I get so engrossed in the, the dialogue segments. And then, like, when it goes back to being a, a video game, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, it's like Whiplash, almost. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, oh, legit. fuck. Okay, legit. all right, yeah, this is a video game. I forgot, and it's not just a I visual novel. <laughs> which, may- maybe this game should have just been a visual novel. Which, hey, maybe, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see with uh, Before Crisis. Uh-oh, hold on. Technical difficulties, perhaps? We're gonna We're going to keep this all in. All right, we're... Are you good? Nick, are you there? Uh, I am good. I am here. <laughs> okay. Technical difficulties resolved. Good old Discord did you, did you coming at ro- you again. We're keep keeping rolling? this in. Did you, did We're you keeping ever it stop in. rolling? I did not stop rolling. <laughs> you did not stop rolling. Okay, so let's just do a 3, 2, 1 clap and I'll be able to edit this out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So three, three two, two, one. one. All right. Uh, technical difficulties there, folks. Uh, there's a subtle jump there, probably. I don't remember what we were talking about <laughs> with Discord shit out on us <laughs> midway okay, through okay. that. So let's, let's catch uh, ourselves back up here. We were going floor to floor. Gameplay gets in the way. Should it be a visual novel? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, yeah, what I was going to say was um, it'd be interesting uh, with Ever Crisis um, on the horizon. Uh, I'm curious to see maybe if they're going to take that approach uh, with... Uh, this game because this because before crisis is going to be part of ever crisis right there that's kind of yes ever ever crisis is going to comprise of everything uh from first soldiers because i guess first soldier is technically the earliest in the timeline now technically i guess question mark and we're gonna go through the history of everything up until uh i guess dirge right i guess yeah. dirge would technically be the last thing in the compilation material um but uh, yeah, because I, 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 I that 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 sort of whiplash that we get every time where it's like oh okay oh there's a battle shit oh, okay we're doing this now oh we got to do some weird we got to do some dungeon crawling it's it is very bizarre um, but it does you know I still think it it speaks volumes about this game that it's able to engross me on that level. And then only I, I only ever really get sucked out when they when it's a video game, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when they try to be like, oh, yeah, we have to add gameplay to this. Uh, yeah, here's some combat that's done in two seconds, which, you know, obviously is probably not how it's meant to be, as we've said before. But uh, it, it does know. it does it does help, honestly, because then you could just kind of be like, all right, well, I could we could skip over this. Uh, <laughs> you know, like as I'm watching these, like, oh, yeah, we're, oh, we, oh, this is a dungeon crawling segment. Okay. I can just fast forward through cause it's just the same fighting a whole bunch of dudes. And it's kind of the same, uh, with this section <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get, uh, we do, as we're clearing the floors, we do cut back to, uh, Shinra HQ and, um, with Elfie and the rest of Avalanche, uh, crew, like trying to. I guess hype up everybody because they're like I, I guess for them it's like oh well this is this is it guys like Shinra's here to come blow our shit up. Well, they brought gonna... it to their house, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> In they our house. Their house. <laughs> you coming to my house? Uh... <laughs> Which but... so, uh, an interesting detail that I find funny about Avalanche is 
and it's 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 one of the cruel thing like not cruel i suppose but it's one of the things about ff7's lore that i find the most intriguing and it's the way people talk about the live stream and the afterlife like i feel like the avalanche leader here is almost using it as like not a cop out but he's like so this battle may cost some of you your lives, but remember when you die, you go into the live stream. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I so do it's like okay. See and now, just, and that that to me also kind of feeds into the theory we were talking about before of like I think Fujito they they might be using some you know they dude, might be a re- death cult. I've yeah. been saying it for the longest time. They Absolutely, are a death cult. Yeah, and it's like yeah, that's where I'm like yeah, they're kind of like. At least Shinra's honest about how fucked up they are, <laughs> you know. Yes. Like, you, you know, we've uh, on this podcast we have given. Uh, a f- Who's the Shinra apologist, now, Chris? <laughs> well, we can be Shinra apologists together, okay? <laughs> Every now and again, I can give some props to Shinra, of being like, "All right, well, they're evil. Don't get me wrong, they're evil fucking people, but at least they're honest about it." <laughs> Whereas I feel like Avalanche, like they're evil, but they'd be like, but, but no, we're doing it to save the planet, wink, wink, and totally not for our own personal gains, wink, wink, but maybe only for like a few people's personal gains, wink, wink. Uh, (laughs) Anyone who's allowed in the back room, (laughs) that's who gets the gains. Yeah, and I think uh, like uh, Fujito's, yeah, his uh, exclamation of, you know, hey, you know, you might be afraid that you might die, but guess what? You'll live forever if, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're going to be in the live stream. Which, (laughs) if if I must, if I must, I know I bring this scene up so much, but it really is one of the scenes in Remake that really stuck with me. Like, it was after the, you know, the whole plate fell and everything, and we found out, you know, quote-unquote, Biggs and Jesse died, and we just rescued Wedge and all of that. I remember Tifa at one point tries to almost, like, comfort the party and be like, they've returned to the planet as if like it's okay i just love the barrett yeah. just gives out the best like not a fuck you, you to Tifa, carry but that a, weight but a fuck you to that idea where he's like well they should have returned to us, us. yeah and they were like, supposed to return to us like yeah, yeah we can't yeah. use the live stream as an oh, excuse man. like and it's just like i i love that shit but let's let's not i mean it, re- too much. it reminds me it, I, I was gonna say that the this whole thing reminds me of that scene in uh, in Shrek, oddly enough, uh, where Lord Farquaad's <laughs> wait, like, wait, many of wait. you will die, but that is a sacrifice I am willing I'm to make. Willing to make. <laughs> the crowd just goes ape shit. Yeah, fuck Shinra, <laughs> death to Shinra. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it gave me huge vibes. No, of that. similar vibes, similar vibes. But uh, as uh, as you know, we've uh, they riled up all the troops, and all the troops are on their way to uh, go join the live stream. <laughs> Probably if they're facing up against shotgun, uh, we get uh, a little moment where Elfie's having her little uh, her little sickies and being like, "Oh no, but I need to I need to fight alongside the men. I pro- I gave them the whole thing. I I I just pumped up all these dudes and I'm going to fight alongside them, but no, it's not my uh, you know, her her mysterious illness. She's having a cloud she's having a cloud headache. She's, she's having a cloud moment. <laughs> Certified yes. cloud moment. Uh <laughs> and is like, "Yeah, well, and then Sears and Fujito are like, "Nah, nah, you can't you can't do that. Don't 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 do that." <laughs> <laughs> uh and so yeah we get uh after that we we run into yuffie and yeah through throughout us descending this uh this tower uh we have run into yuffie a couple of times at this point but then we finally got to the ground floor 
And uh, I guess that's where uh, Shotgun's going to plant the explosives. And then Yuffie, like, falls on top of us in in Yuffie fashion, <laughs> just not giving a shit about anything. It's like, oh, I think she even said, oh, man, that sucks, but at least I had a cushion to break my fall. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then we discover that the uh, the front entrance has been blocked in, and so Shotgun can't get out. And then Yuffie's like, hey, I know uh, a way to go. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to take this as my reward for helping you escape. But the thing that she took was the detonator for the fucking bomb. <laughs> and it's like, God damn it, Yuffie. And like this, honestly, this and now this leads Total into a, Yuffie moment. a segment in which we have to now chase Yuffie through all this fucking uh, <laughs> like uh, puzzle room bullshit, basically. And trying to chase her down to get uh, the detonator back. And it really is emblematic of, like, man, like, when people used to say that they hated Yuffie, I wonder if they played this. Because <laughs> I feel like this would be, like, back in the day, I would have hated, I, I would have thought that Yuffie was a, a, a you know, a shit kid <laughs> from this. and be like, oh, come on. Like, you're, you could have taken, you could, like, if you, you could take all this material that I have on me. And that would have been fine, but you took the you took the MacGuffin away from me. <laughs> now I need to go chase your ass down through all this bullshit. And uh, I do appreciate that throughout this entire. They're kind of almost building up uh, this because this is supposed to be a really big event that's happening. Like, oh man, we're finally gonna crush Avalanche, and we keep cutting back to Shinra and uh, President Shinra and Verdo, or you know, briefing each other and. You know, he's like, hey, President Shinra keeps going, uh, hey, Verdo, is the, did they blow it up yet? He's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, I, I love how President Shinra has been sort of uh, personified in this game. Of me like, too, honestly, me too. Of like this, uh, you know, out of touch, like boomer, like grandpa so character. If, if you didn't say boomer, <laughs> I was going to say like, it. Like, he's just like, oh, what is that? I can't read it. What is it saying, Verdo? What is it? What does the thing say? I can't read it. <laughs> Did they blow it up yet? <laughs> you know, he's the kind of guy that like, he doesn't know what's going on unless he's seeing it with his own eyes, you know? So he just relies on all these people to constantly tell him what's going on, and now that and now that Sephiroth is out of the picture, he just he's lost all of it. He doesn't know what to do at all because I the the big meme before uh, with President Shinra is that he just any any slight issue happens and he just all right bring in Sephiroth. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I love I love his compulsion to hit the Sephiroth button. Just, just, and to it's, have it's like my favorite thing. No other options. He's just always, always, no matter what it is. Oh shit, we're out of toilet paper. Call in Sephiroth. But you know what? You know what I like about that though is that it goes to show you that like Shinra most likely couldn't have gotten away with a bunch of this shit if they didn't have a guy oh, like Sephiroth doing yeah. their bidding. For hell so yeah, absolutely. I mean, because Sephiroth is basically Superman, right? And it's like you can't, you can get away with so much. If you have a, you know, this loyal, uh, well, previously loyal lapdog in Sephiroth that was like the superpowered badass that could absolutely destroy anything, of course you could just like, yeah, we just do whatever the hell we want because if anyone says anything, we'll just sick Sephiroth on them and that'll be that, you know. Mm -hmm. And Sephiroth isn't gonna question it because he's, oh yeah, I'm, you know, he he was loyal to Shinra at a point until he figured out everything <laughs> that that you know led him astray and uh you know or i guess he saw the light 
and uh, went a little bit too far in the other direction, trying to overcompensate <laughs> for uh, all the the other shit that he did. He's like, oh, you know, I've been doing all this fucked up shit for Shinra when I could be doing all this fucked up shit for myself, but really for my mother, really, <laughs> for my mama. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we're chasing Yuffie through, uh, the basement of, uh, the Avalanche headquarters, uh, through all this, uh, you know, literal, like, uh, <laughs> it's like a Scooby-Doo episode where going through, like, you know, uh, you know, changing walls and things like that. Gotta press, oh, I gotta press this thing over here and make so this wall flips around so I can go over this way. And, uh, they're being chased by Avalanche. And uh, I love that Yuffie's like, oh, my God, they're, they're coming after us. Let's throw this statue down. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, uh, yeah, let's just break this thing and go after them. <laughs> like, it literally stopped them for a second. <laughs> and then they just punched it. You know, they pulled a good old Chris Redfield and just punched that shit into dust. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just, I love, again, the this game has, and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but like all these little comedic moments of just like the way that the pacing is, it's just like Yuffie's like, yeah, we're going to, we'll throw the statue in the way and we'll get him. And then the, the avalanche guys get there and they're just like, and then it's gone and you're like, well, shit, <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess not. And then of course, uh, that leaves our, our good old pal shotgun to do what she does best. And then eventually she has to also <laughs> fight some statues, which <laughs> I love that it's a it literally brings you into like the battle, uh, you know, like the battle theme plays. And it's like, all right, yeah, you got to shoot this thing with a shotgun. You get experience for it and everything uh, just to blow up the statue. And that's <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, this uh, I forgot this goes on for quite some time, actually. Um, and then, oh, here we go. Uh, then we run into the big three of Avalanche, uh, in this, uh, this escape tunnel and you're like, oh, cool. Uh, man, I, this actually is probably a bad thing for shotgun because, well, Elfie we know is, uh, basically the Avalanche Sephiroth, uh, in a way, I guess would be the closest, uh, approximation. And obviously we fought Sears and Fujito in the, uh, uh, in the church uh, a couple chapters ago and got our cheeks clapped by them. Clap. So now that you're fighting all three of them at once, you're like, huh, this is probably going to be one of those fights where Shotgun's going to lose and, you know, that she's not going to die, but, you know, she, you know, kind of like in that the church fight is like she's going to get her, her ass kicked and then, uh, you know, then the story will progress normally. But surprisingly... Shotgun kills all of them. Got him. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's the end of Avalanche. And I love that even at the after the end of the fight, um, uh, Shotgun's like, wait, I killed them? Me? I defeated them? <laughs> and then she, she uh, rationalizes by being like, oh, I guess anything's possible when your life is on the line, and then just leaves. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. But as she leaves, uh, we stay, uh, the camera stays in the room with, uh, the, the bodies of the big three there and they transform into, um, I, uh, the Raven dudes. Um, the so Ravens. I guess, I guess they were using maybe some sort of, uh, 
materia maybe to like disguise them or something. I I've they don't really go into it. And I guess it doesn't really matter. But basically, they they're not dead. Big surprise. Uh, there's still like half of this game to go. So I would <laughs> I was uh, fully uh, not sold on. Uh, the big uh, big three of Avalanche getting yeeted out by shotgun at this at this point in the game at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then we uh, finally make our way out as the uh, Avalanche headquarters explodes into a pile of rubble, and then we go back out uh, outside where we were supposed to meet Sung. Yeah, Sung is here also, by the way. Uh, we were supposed to link up with him, but then we you know had to do this whole Scooby Doo bullshit with Yuffie. Uh, and then Yuffie comes out because Yuffie makes it out first, and she run uh, runs into Sung, and you know she's like, "Oh, like you know Shotgun," and like they're kind of doing that, and she's like, "Oh, like uh, yeah, oh yeah, those guys were anti Shinra," and then she's like, "Wait, you guys blew them up? Does that mean that you're?" <laughs> And and as she's about to put the connect the dots together, shotgun makes it up to them, uh, and Yuffie has that moment of like you you were Shinra the whole time and you didn't tell me, and uh, <laughs> and you know obviously you know it, it kind of is one of those things that you know you notice like oh you know you're you're with this person who's part of a group of people that you don't like, but then they you know they don't know that they're part of that, so they they get to know them as a person. And, you know, you're like, oh, you're pretty okay. But, oh, wait, you're Shinra? Ew, get away from me. You're uh, with them. Ew. <laughs> you're one of them. Uh, which is basically what she does. And she, you know, because, like, you know, acts like a, a child and throws a fit. And then is like, oh, I, I fucking hate you guys. I hate all of you. Mm. And uh, she just runs off. And uh, I do like kind of, and this is a more of a continuation from the stuff that we saw from Shotgun in uh, at the end of the Nibelheim incident, where she was sort of yeah, beginning to question, like, "Hmm, is am I making the right move by being well, with I these mean, guys?" When you see like, and look, I don't know exactly how old Yuffie's supposed to be here, but she's just like a little girl, and then yeah. like, I'm sure that like when she when Yuffie found out her new friend, right? Because like, imagine being a little kid and you make friends with an adult you think is cool, which. There's a little bit in, like, a lot of the battles and, like, the escape that happened. There's some dialogue to suggest Yuffie is starting to kind of look up the shotgun in some ways mm-hmm. and, like, rely on her. Um, and then you find out that they're part of, like, the, the group of people that have been the catalyst of all your suffering. And mm-hmm. you just see this little child who used to, like, look up to you, run away, yeah. like, crying and just horrified. And you're like... And she f- reacted that way just because I'm with Shinra. Like, yeah, because like, like is- and if like if she never knew that, then things would have been fine, you know. Exactly. And uh, like, and we do in that scene also see that, uh, you know, she because Sung is like, "Are you with Avalanche?" And she's like, "No, don't want me in with those guys. I hate those guys. <laughs> I hate those jerks." Uh, and I think that was something that like. Is was interesting considering how things are in in remake where she's very very uh, seemingly very pro avalanche and 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 is more of like kind of like what I said earlier of like it's more of we we have similar enemies and that's really kind of it we don't really we're not like in bed with each right. other because we like each other we just we hate the same person so that's kind of that's as close as our bond gets. Um, but yeah, I, I do, and it is an interesting thing of like, yeah, to her, they're probably just, 
you know, these outsiders that came in and, you know, took over her, her, you know, her town and are using them as sort of a scapegoat and like shit. They just blew up one of their, you know, (laughs) one of their buildings that has Mm -hmm. probably been there, you know, it's probably a super important thing for them and just all that stuff. And obviously now they're, you know, they're still on the, you know, the after effects of the war and stuff like that. So Wu Tai's had it pretty rough, uh, (laughs) the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, with, with, uh, you know, Avalanche coming in probably, under the guise of like, hey, you guys don't like Shinra. You guys just got out of a war with them. We'll help you out. We'll we'll give you firepower and, and manpower and all this stuff. And then just to have the war kind of come back to Wu Tai for a little bit longer, just to have a, it was like, ah, oh, this we'll blow this one more building up and then we're done with you guys. But yeah. it wasn't, <laughs> you know. So like to Yuffie, she probably doesn't like either Avalanche or Shinra in in the current. Uh, remake uh, timeline as well, but probably is more of like, uh, all right, I guess like I don't I don't like you guys, but I don't like you less uh, than Shinra. You know, I, I like I dislike right. Shinra more, so that's that that's enough for me. Uh, and then after all that's said and done, we cut on back to uh, Shinra HQ where we got Sh- President Shinra, Gra- Grandpa Shinra, and let's go, <laughs> Grandpappy Shinra, and and Verdell, uh, you know, talking. Hey, it was a great success and all this stuff. And then they're, uh, you know, and I love that they, uh, pr- uh, Grandpa Shinra is like. Oh, and the leaders are dead, right? Because if they're not dead, that means that Avalanche is just going to pop up somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, no, they're dead. <laughs> and of yeah, course, yeah. <laughs> and as far as as far as Shotgun and everyone else knows, they are dead. Um, because they didn't transform into the Raven Dudes until Shotgun had left mm-hmm. the, the area. Um, and then they're like, yeah, everything's good. The Avalanche problem is solved, everybody. We're good. We can, you know, put a bow on that. We're nice and done. And they're like, all right, so now we can focus on the next big, uh, the next big thing that we're going to do. And that's going to the fucking moon. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's right. We totally, I guess we would see this stuff, uh, in this game. Because uh, we didn't really get to see much of it in OG, and we only know certain things from... We only from, know the aftermath. We from what, yeah, everything aftermath. that uh, that Sid uh, says to us and all the other stuff in uh, Rocket Town. And, uh, yeah, so we... Uh, it, I like how they, they're like, yeah, well, yeah, we're going to focus on the rocket launching ceremony and all that stuff. And then we get the big old reveal that we revealed in the first two minutes of this episode. <laughs> That uh, that Rufus is Ruf, Ruf, bleh, Rufus is the rat, Ruf, Ruf, Ratfus over Ratfus. here. Uh, yeah, and they're uh, talking on like the this cliff uh, where the the big statue and the cliff of uh, Wu Tai. And uh, yeah, he's talking about oh, you know, Verdo's catching on to us. And there was a uh, a point earlier on in this chapter where you know because we said that they were kind of cutting back and forth between. Uh, the Shinra HQ and, you know, the the Avalanche HQ and everyone kind of talking throughout this whole event going down. And there was a point where they were talking about the rat and it was pretty obvious at this point because Verdo is like, oh, well, it's somebody in Shinra, obviously. And, oh, I have somebody uh, impersonating his guards. 
So when he said that, like in that moment, I was like, that's probably it's got to be Rufus. <laughs> it's got to mm-hmm. be. And then, it, you know, obviously here we get the the full on like he Rufus is now talking to the big three of Avalanche uh, in the flesh. So it's uh, there you go. Big, All big mystery solved. At that point. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they're, you know, big, basically being like, yeah, well, shit's going to be a little bit tougher going on and uh you know now they're they're talking you know as we were just finished talking about uh the rocket launch ceremony oh okay it, uh, fujito does say that they were uh the raven guys that were disguised as them were uh disguised by materia uh i guess there is a shape-shifting materia that we don't know about <laughs> which uh, would be pretty useful in a lot of cases now that i think about it but let's not think too much about it because uh, clearly uh, they did not. <laughs> clearly, that's for sure. <laughs> clearly, uh, everyone else forgot about it as well. Um, but yeah, now we see Rufus is you know talking like, hey, uh, you know we gotta we gotta do we gotta get the old Gramps out of here. He's uh, you know he's yelling at the clouds too much, <laughs> and uh, I don't like it. Uh, and then, you know, we got Elfie, you know, still kind of brooding over the fact that uh, a bunch of basically all the other avalanche troops in that building, I guess, died uh, when it collapsed and all the other stuff. So uh, she's kind of bummed out about that, <laughs> uh, you know, fairly enough, you know, she was uh, she was already kind of like a little uh, pissed off that she couldn't do it before because she had her her cloud her <laughs> her cloud moment um but i mean to be fair if she was fighting alongside them she would have been probably buried in the rubble too uh, and she probably would have legit died at that point and uh you have too much of a a mysterious backstory for you to die yet elfie so you're gonna be sticking around for some while be around for a little bit <laughs> uh but then we yeah we see from rufus uh that he is uh talking about the rocket launch ceremony and uh, and that would be a good time to launch uh, or to kill the old man, which he, I love how he's just straight up like, yeah, we're I'm, I want to kill my dad. Well, you know what? I, I, I boogie, boogie, did, boogie. I'll say this. <laughs> I like the tactics of it all because this is definitely the time to strike. Right. Because what's the situation you have? You have Shinra, who looks weak in the eyes of Midgar right now because of everything that's transpired. Their weak spots have been exposed. Midgar's been exposed as vulnerable. Shinra mm-hmm. doesn't look good in the eyes of the people, which is one of the reasons they want to do this rocket launch right now. Yeah, it's, it's way PR. more of a yeah, it's way more of a PR move than it is for exploration. <laughs> so familiar. Anyway, um, <laughs> so like, I love that Rufus is like, okay, we have to do it right now because one like stonks are down. Stonks are way down. I'm I'm literally looking down on the smoldering pile of our stonks right now. (laughs) (laughs) Which, hey, listen, say what you will. That's the time where new leadership is sought after. And I I mean, it is true. And and to be fair, as far as the the rest of Shinra is concerned, Avalanche is done. They're 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 dead. They're gone. There's they've been squashed. That's it. We can move on with our lives now. So. It would be the perfect opportunity, you know, to to come back and have an attempt on the old man's life, as uh, as we see and we know from. I mean, they even mentioned it in remake that one little toss away line from Heidegger of like, ah, oh, what's uh, the sewer rats? <laughs> yeah, 
They call themselves Avalanche, sir. The same group that made an attempt on your life. Um, which, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess, well, we've already seen in this game, they already made an attempt on his life already, but I guess mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering if this next, if they're going to do it again, and if that's the one that they're referring to in Remake, but who knows? I'm not, because, again, I, I've i been going along with Before Crisis, like, as we've been covering it, so I, I do not know the future events of this game, so uh, I, I'm interested to see. Uh, and especially, like I said, going forward, how much of the stuff from this game they're going to be bringing forward into the new narrative and is, you know, I mean, shit, that's the kind of the main reason why we're covering this game at all, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, we probably would have at some point, but uh, I think it definitely renews interest within myself to, to be interested in this thing that I had totally, I've known about before crisis ever since it, even when it came out originally, I had heard, I saw in, uh, uh, some gaming magazines uh, that it was a thing that it's like, oh, yeah, maybe it's coming to the States. And, you know, that was, you know, obviously, you know, we had no Kias at that point. So I was like, I don't know. Because um, <laughs> Japan was always way further ahead in the cell phone market, uh, even back then. So, That's you know, sure. it was always something that I heard of. And I'm like, ah, it's probably not important, right? If it's a, it's, it's a fucking phone game, how important could it possibly be? And here we are. Now it's it's <laughs> providing possibly major plot elements to the uh, the new remake storyline. So, you know, it's it's interesting to see all this stuff kind of happen and, and how much it's going to translate into uh, future events. But, uh, and I think, is that, that is it, I think. Oh, yeah, it literally ends on that, that so. That is where 14 wraps up. And I guess, I mean, this is another scenario where we, we were going we were gonna to do two chapters in this episode, but. I think some of these chapters <laughs> are getting too dense. I mean, I know we did ramble the first 15 minutes of this yeah, episode we, away. <laughs> yeah, we did go on a long-ass tangent. These but. chapters are starting to get a little bit more dense. A little bit more girthy. Especially since they're starting to rope in the events of OG and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is something that I was not pumped about in the beginning. Like, when the Nibelheim incident came up, I wasn't sure how to feel about it. Because I was like, oh, well, I already know this. That's The Nibelheim incident is, like, the most well-documented event in the <laughs> Final Fantasy VII universe. That we've seen it literally in... I think Dirge of Cerberus is the only game that has not... Uh, well, no, I guess... Well, Dirge and uh, Advent Children would be the two things that don't immediately reference the Nibelheim incident but uh you know it's something that it if it, it 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 didn't bum me out but it made me like oh okay well i can kind of turn my brain off for this cuz i already know what's going to happen here you know exactly <laughs> i want yeah. i was i was expecting to go through this whole entire game and be like oh this is all new stuff that i don't know about um and you know i guess it does kind of it does put a lot of more things in the perspective and you know more i i I love having more information rather than none. So even though it didn't really like this game's depiction of the Nibelheim incident didn't really add more to that uh, whole thing. Ex- I guess I, unless you want to count like Tifa having a cat, <laughs> I guess that's the only real new information that this game had uh, as far as that incident goes. But it does make me interesting, uh, interested to see how maybe if there are other events that they touch upon, because I never expected us to get to the Nibelheim incident, I guess, that, or at least not this early in the game, technically. 
So I wonder, maybe we'll see some other things in the near future. I think given that we're maybe 60% through this, through this game, based on the playlist, right? We're about mm. 60% through this, and we're already, we're already here. Mm-hmm. What the hell could be left? I'm really intrigued. Yeah, and that's why I'm up. like, I'm, 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 I have no idea because I'm just like, well, we could. There's so many different ways it could go. Maybe we'll, you know, maybe, maybe we'll see Rude uh, attempt love again, or you know. Hey, I might get into the Rude uh, some filler, some more Rude. Filler. I would be happy, you know, at this point because as much as I've been loving all this, uh, you know, plot heavy stuff, I, I you know, I kind of miss the the filler a little bit. I could use a little bit of filler. I could use uh, a little bit, but I think uh, in the the next chapter, I know we there's definitely the story definitely does continue more in the next chapter. Uh, and uh, we get we, maybe we'll see some some familiar faces. I mean, we've I feel like we've been pre- it's been pretty consistent every chapter now. I feel like is almost like we've been meeting uh, some of the the old you know the old band <laughs> throughout all yeah. this. And, Getting the uh, band back together. That that trend continues in the next chapter, but I think that's gonna have to wait until maybe next wait week. Until, yeah, maybe next yeah, week. maybe next week or maybe not. I don't know. We literally we'll decide out. like a couple days beforehand, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, uh, Nick, do you have any other things that you'd like to mention throughout no, this? No, just that, you know, I guess I'd punctuate what we said last time. These chapters are starting to get a little bit more girthy, which I think is going to make them way more interesting. Yeah, and I, I am uh, I'm pumped that we got back into this, and I'm excited you know, I think you know. I'm gonna call it now, and you can. We're gonna put it on the books. The next episode will be before Crisis, <laughs> because I want. I want to know more. Hell yes. Just like in Starship Troopers, would you like to know more? Yes, I would. Well, uh, won't but, get me fighting you. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, do you want to count us down this time? I think I counted us down last time. I, I think well, I'll. Well, give... regardless, I'm gonna take the reins and count us down. You ready? You I am always ready. Let's do this. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. one. Da, 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 da.